This episode is brought to you by Third Eye Cacao. We're so happy to have a brand new sponsor. We want you to support our sponsors because they make these shows possible. Third Eye Cacao is on a mission to preserve ceremonial grade cacao in the world and invite others on a journey from their head to their heart. Cacao is a fruit where chocolate comes from and is one of the most nutrient dense superfoods on the planet. It has been called the elixir of the gods for its ability to open up the heart. Studies have shown that the same endorphins that get released when you are falling in love for the first time, cacao has the power to induce also. It's like the best feeling in the world and cacao has that for you here at Third Eye Cacao. Overall, cacao has the powerful ability to begin any day with intention and ceremony. Use promo code TIMEWHEEL, that's T-I-M-E-W-H-E-E-L, at checkout and save 11% at thirdeyecacao.com. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel Production. What is up, everyone? We're back, baby. And we are here with an awesome guest, Jeremy Hamley from The Quartering got a huge following and we're very excited to have him here thank you sir thank you for coming on how are you doing today i'm doing well thanks for having me Appreciate no it. no yes well you're in good company with some of the guests we've had recently i feel um and but you every time it gets better and better we got got you here today and i i really enjoy your content i just want to put point that out and if, if everybody doesn't know the quartering on youtube you have to check it out. That's where I get a lot of my news. Mm. I don't know if that's a good thing, <laughs> but I, I, uh, where do you get your news? Well, um, I have a process in the morning where I basically aggregate maybe a hundred different websites. And then, you know, I try to distill like really what my channel does is it's like a, a news distillery, you know, mm -hmm. where I try to, figure out what you know what's kind of important for the day and what's really happening and so it's like 
you take what you see on Twitter, what you see on like Minds or Getter or Gab, and then you know the, the kind of the main left wing websites, the main right wing websites. Usually, you see the same story, just different spin on both sides. So you can kind of determine that. Okay, well, this is probably an important thing. Now, let me figure out what's actually the truth or what's actually going on here. And then sometimes I just cover like ridiculous stuff too, which is you know like Pokemon. Or yeah yeah whatever the you know if there's something like um that is just too big to like ignore that it's a you know popular type topic um i'll cover that too even if i'm not like personally that interested in it okay okay um <clears throat> i mean you're doing a great job so i love that thank you I mean, it's entertaining <clears throat> a lot of the the clips at the beginning the very mm. you know the first like minute that seems like the hard part, honestly. I don't know. It is the hard part, yeah. And I don't even do that. I have a, I have an editor. Uh, that's his whole job. I, I literally have like a memester, uh, chief meme officer. Nice. That's like all he does is do those video intros. He can do a couple a day. It's hard because I often will have like, you know, there was a golden era where content was. I could have two or three topics when I went to bed, so that he had more time the next day. Some days it doesn't work out like that. You know, I'm finding a topic at 1.30 that's got to go live at 2, so it doesn't have time to do, you know, intros. But, um, yeah, you know, that's definitely a part of my content that, uh, you know, I, I think adds value. It separates it from similar content. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's something that, you know, will continue and we'll, I'll continue to invest in doing even more of it uh, in 2022. <laughs> You're, you're killing it. You're growing. I, um, you know, do you watch Russell Brand at all ever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's doing great. Yeah, he's he's like five million wonders. You, yeah, glorious. he's uh, he's always kind of been a thinker, and yeah. um, he's uh, he's relatively uh, he's not apolitical, but he's but he has no strong allegiances to either side, which makes his content really interesting. I find that, you know, my interests, my opinions, even though Russell is like decidedly more left wing, like I think in his beliefs, he's also still like a truth seeker, which is mm -hmm. something that is gone from the left. Um, even in my, I'm, you know, I guess I'm almost 40 now, but like when I was in my 20s, being a liberal meant like you were anti-censorship and anti-big pharma and anti-corporation. Mm -hmm. And now in just 10 years, 15 years, that's shifted. So now it's like libs are like worshiping at the altar of Pfizer and they're saying, trust big government. They know what's best for you and pro censorship. It's crazy how far that's shifted. And so, you know, I've got more in common with a guy like Russell Brand, who would probably consider himself pretty, I mean, pretty left, pretty left wing than I do with even a lot of uh, right wing people who consider themselves right wing. <clears throat> yeah i've always been right wing sorry everyone <laughs> but now i'm like and now it's like you know the left wing was pro the people and now they're pro power and now i feel like we're pro the people and anti-establishment it's it's been weird like you still have like neocons who are like um the old establishment but there's like this new crop of young republicans that are more like uh, anti-censorship and you know like Cr Ted Cruz leads a charge on a lot of that stuff 
he's all I've got my own criticisms of him. He says the right things. I'd like to see some actual follow through happen, but like he gets it. And like, mm -hmm. as there's like younger politicians coming in that kind of understand meme culture and understand um, that, like, uh, you know, the important things like, you know, Liberty, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of like this thing that the left just, I don't know. They just gave up on it. It just, I don't know. I can't tell you exactly when it happened, probably somewhere between, 2014 and 2016 17 i'm guessing is when like the hardest shift happened um but if you would have told 25 year old me that like the modern left would be like literally worshiping big pharma i would have never believed you like there's no way or like pro censorship and pro deplatforming like the issues that determine where i consider myself on the political spectrum are things like liber personal liberties uh censorship um and you know essentially I'm, I'm like to call yourself a libertarian for a lot of people there are pe a lot of people who are truly libertarian um but like I, I don't know if i fit to any particular slot but it's like i just want people to be left alone and um it seems like yes there are neocon republicans that are still like there are still a lot of like bible thumping republicans and things like that but mm -hmm. like boomer cons but like they're kind of like off. yeah i mean 20 years ago you, you it's like trump do you think trump was a really religious guy no he wasn't mm -hmm. but he had to like he still had to pander to that like uh 15 percent of base yeah yeah and, like, total, yeah yeah, it's a small base, but you got to get them, right? Absolutely. That's why like, I don't think Trump actually has an opinion on abortion, but because he has to say like, oh, well, late, you know, I've got to say abortion bad. So he focuses on late term abortion so that he can get those like that, that stuff. And the same thing on the left where you have these people pandering, oh, we're going to forgive college student loan. Mm -hmm. If you thought Joe Biden was going to forgive student loan, you are actually mentally <laughs> handicapped. Like you are like... I don't use that word anymore, but like, right, I know. like the actual <clears throat> definition of, yeah. And it's like, and then and like, how many times does that has to happen to you? Bernie got screwed over freaking twice and you clowns still voted for the, the democratic candidate. Like it, I just don't, you know, it's, it both sides has their problems. Of course, but, you know, it's hard to, to, to like really associate myself any with anything directly, but I find myself, you know, aligning more with conservative values these days, um, you know, Which, as a business owner and stuff like that. It's hard to, it's hard to want to pay more than, you know, I pay almost 50% tax, man. Like, Yikes. Uh, it's, it's, I pay the max. Wow. Max. Like, um, as an entertainer, I get you're right. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't have much overhead. You know, I have an assistant and like, I don't have a facility to write off. I don't have, and I'm not a, like a scummy guy who like, Oh, I bought this car and I it's technically yeah. my business car because I put a magnet on it. Like all the more power to people that do that. I just don't do that. Right. So like, you know, when I'm looking at like mask mandates for small businesses and things like mm. that, I, you know, that stuff matters to me. And that's all, you know, I seem to align with the conservatives on, on most of that stuff. <clears throat> well, it's like kind of like libertarian. I mean, I'm. I'm actually, I just checked. I thought I was registered libertarian and it turns out I'm still a Republican, but I had done some paperwork to be a part of the libertarian party. And they were asking me to go to this um, Mises caucus in Reno next month to be a delegate. And I was like, cool. And then yeah. 
turns out I'm not registered as a libertarian, so I gotta actually do that. But so just to clarify, and I'm I'm I want Dave Smith to run. You know who he is? Yes, a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I guess very I'm, smart, I'm, very very uh, libertarian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love him and and Ron Paul. I still listen to the Ron Paul Liberty Liberty Report, which is I love cool. Ronnie. But man, we he, we need a younger crop. Oh, of course, like we need somebody to take that up because he's literally hanging on by a thread. Yeah, I felt bad when I mean I didn't hear it when it happened. Although I heard clips when he had the stroke, like on air, live people on were, air. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. people were kind of like making fun of him. I was like, you guys are scummy. Well, that's the internet. Like it really desensitizes people. That's one of the core tenets of when I I try to tell that to my viewers. And if you watch my videos, you've probably heard me say it here and there. But like, I really do try to encourage people to to like go out and touch grass and mm. like. Be involved. Yes, go to the pub, play darts, bowl, do something to like talk to regular people because if you if you're terminally online, it will poison you. And I've seen it. Like I've seen people who are like they've got no freaking clue. They've got no empathy left. They've got no clue. Um you know, you, if you uh, if you talk to him, Maggie's just off camera. If you ever talk to her in email, she, yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Maggie. Yeah, she says I. She's uh, organizing. Uh, I'm getting ready to move, so she's uh, organizing and packing up all my all my NES games and stuff like that. But um, the uh, you know, it's 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 you have to get out there. I don't care what it is. Like, there's something you like archery. There's Boom. a club for everything. Geocaching whatever it is like get out there and talk to normies because there's this if you remember back to like the 2016 election there was a reason that so many people were so sure hillary was going to win and it's because they spent all day online talking about it if they went and talked to like actual americans nobody liked her now it wasn't like it was a blowout but like i was never uh no i'm still drinking that yeah i was never like oh she's gonna win I actually, I thought Trump had a chance all the way till the very end. Like I was like, he's got a chance. I live in the suburbs, didn't see a single Hillary sign, saw a ton of Trump signs, and like, sure enough. Um, but that's because people spend all day on Twitter and think that that's reality. They think that that's a, it's not even a representative cross section of 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 this country. In fact, I think some data showed that it was like the most active people on Twitter are like rich white women. Like by far, rich liberal white women. Like those TikTok. <laughs> those are kids, but oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> TikTok's a whole nother. Like I'm not a I'm not a ban thing, but I actually think TikTok is poisoning our youth. Like I actually <clears throat> genuinely think TikTok does a lot of harm in validating mental illness uh, and creating it, and then validate. It's not just existing conditions; it's like creating it and then getting clout for it. I think, that's I think they damaging. elevate those. It seems like they elevate those uh, content creators that have, yeah. the, and it, it's, it's almost to like, it seems like they're trying to fuck with us. I think somebody is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. The algorithm just puts uh, uh, like bizarre uh, lunatics who are like, I'm a, I'm a demon human. And my pronouns are bore and gur. Like, come on. You, the thing, the fact of the matter is, look, there are people that are genuinely have, like, 
you know, mental, they have gender dysphoria. That's a real thing that, you know, trans people exist, but yep. also like, <clears throat> there's also this, I have nothing interesting to say about myself. So I'm also an androgynous tree person and I identify as fur and, and elm or whatever. Like that's not a real thing. That's what people do when they don't have anything interesting to say about themselves. Yeah. People need to get like goals and a, and a, a, a mentor, maybe somebody to kind of guide them through this world that uh, is ch constantly changing. But those ideas, I think, are, are going to run into a dead end. <laughs> oh, and these people are going to be extraordinarily unhappy when they when they grow up. They're going to wake up and they're going to be in their, I don't know, early 30s. And they're going to like they're going to severely regret the decisions that they've made in their life. And some of these people will have done medical procedures or whatever that will be irreversible and they'll regret it. And um, it's uh, it's sad. It's part of, I think, uh, parents not being involved and letting their kids get raised by their by the smartphones and tablets and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, your kids are terminally online. At, a, at an age in which they are literal sponges, you know, they, they will, it will have a massive influence on well, them. Well, there's already evidence that that's happening with people that have transitioned and are like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there's stuff going on right now in, in, in Florida and Texas, I think, and there's several demonstrations, but like, you know, there's, there's, um, and then parents are getting like, you know, thinking that, oh, well, maybe this is something I, I should, instead of just letting kids like there are legitimate situations but then they're also like people go through phases it's a yes. thing yeah and like when you're nine years old ten years old and you put on your mom's heels that doesn't mean you're trans that right. just means that you wore your mom's heels for that day or whatever but then like social media rewards that so like parents who grew up with social media take a picture of it and they're like ah, i'm proud supportive mom of like uh you know this or that and um, there's this social currency around it and, uh, it gets, it gets weird, but all the, what I try to say too, is that the most bizarre stuff, the most out there stuff, that's what gets amplified. And it's not really a true representation of like, you know, you, you, you watch like libs of TikTok on Twitter and you think there's all these like overweight SJW whales that are screaming all the, it's like a few thousand people, right? but like we all look, it's like a circus. So you think like I've never in my entire life met somebody like that. And I'm 38 wow. years old going on 39. I have never like met a like an SJW lunatic. Um, like I've met like socialists, democratic socialists, but even they're like normal people I can share have a beer with. They're not right. like screaming and having meltdowns. So there's something very concerning about like you know, I've gone through my whole life and I've been around like I'm a social person. I don't just sit inside all day long and um, I've never met one of these loonies. So it's <laughs> it's like, are they real even or are they just doing this stuff for Internet clicks or for, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it makes me wonder, like if you watch the demonstration that there's like something going on in Texas where they're just like there's this overweight woman wearing a shirt that's way too small for her with her belly hanging out and she's like screaming like that's mental illness <laughs> that's not that's not her like supporting a cause she's seriously needs therapy what are they needs, protesting 
it's uh, some it, there's some trans hullabaloo going on in Texas, I think. Okay. And, the uh, problem I find, I mean, yeah. and, and I, we just, <clears throat> I just interviewed Blair White a couple of interviews ago, and she was trans, wonderful young lady. Uh, definitely advise you guys to check that out. She seems like she's very normal. Um, I don't, there's so few. I mean, for, anyways. <clears throat> there's so few of them and to put all of in my opinion because i'm like you it's very rare that you come across a trans person if and it's I've usually met online one or two in my whole life yeah in real probably, life in it, real yeah, life i have met and, one and both of them life. were very nice by the exactly. way exactly yeah like both of them were very very cordial like i don't like like i don't want to say normal because people are like what Nash? but like just regular folks that's yeah. the both, both, but again, like I haven't met a hundred. I've met like two or three. Same, and they were super cool. But like all of the <clears throat> focus on such a small portion of the population, and to change all of our priorities to um, cater to like what is a fraction of a percent, like not that's even a problem. That's a distraction too. Yes. Is what it is. Yes. It's like if you're worried about trans kids you're not worried about the highest inflation in 20 years and you're not worried about um you know biden bumbling this stuff with russia you're not worried about all our troops that died in afghanistan on a botched exit you're not worried about so you're like oh it's like um what was that it's um okay i'm gonna screw this up but maybe it, i think it's from orwell where he's in the book where he's talking about sports and stuff maybe? like yeah. if people are watching sports that's like the, the distraction that the government needs. It's, it's like a way that they, I forget what the quote is or something, but it's something along those lines. Like if the masses are obsessed with like football and soccer and this and that, they're not looking at what's really going on around you. And like, I have to relook up that quote someday because it was like, damn man, that's so sick. That's like, so right. You know, like, and that, it was like that day that I got a little less invested in like what my local sports ball teams were doing. I was like, man, this stuff's actually affecting my mood and it's like ruining my day. And like, uh, I don't want that to happen anymore. And like what happened in the five hours that I was thinking about the game. And then the next day when I was thinking about what happened, like, could I be doing something else to better myself? I could have read a book during that time. I could have done, you know, I'm not saying it, it's, that people should give up sports. It's just know that you're making a conscious decision to like unplug from the world to care about something that really doesn't matter. I only watch, well, I watched the Super Bowl, which was okay this year. And I, I had missed quite a few years. And then, uh, and I watch UFC, you know, fighting. Yeah, I watch fights too. Um, <laughs> it's easier to watch that because it's like, usually for me, it's like Saturday night and I'm out anyway. I'm doing something yeah. on TV. It's social for me. It's social. Um, That's, I invite friends over. Yeah. And for, and like for me, that's like the ultimate pinnacle of human effort. You know, you're pushing yourself to the brink of well, your the last meritocracy. Yeah, even in yeah. even in sports, it's the last meritocracy. Like yeah. there's sports in general. You would you would hope, you know, for a lot. You know, it's like oh, this is okay. You know, like this is a a thing where effort matters. And nowadays, there's you know, poli there's politics involved and all this other stuff. Dana White understands that, like, you know, I'm just going to shut up and put out an awesome product and people are going to support it. And, you know, to, just to clarify, I'm not I'm not like dumping on sports. I still enjoy 
you know, I'm a, I live in Wisconsin, so I'm a Packer fan and like Bucks fan. I still enjoy watching the games, but I don't watch as much. Yes. I don't let, and, and like, I don't let it ruin my day. If like they lose or something where I would let it affect my mood. Now I'm like, okay, the game is done. It started where I was like, instead of just sitting there watching the game and like chain smoking cigarettes at, during the commercial breaks, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to clean the house while the game's on. Or yeah. I'm going to do something else. And then I was like, oh, if they lost, whatever, at least I got something done over the last two or three hours. Or I'm going to update some spreadsheets or do my tax stuff or whatever the case is. And I, you know, so that I guess that's more of, I still consume sports. I just, yeah. I don't live and die by it. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I, I suggest participating more so than well yeah just that observing. Would be better, yeah yeah um so you just reminded me of one of your last couple of videos that i didn't have a chance to watch and i wanted you to like kind of talk about it that you know and i used to love lebron james like when he first came out and hadn't yeah. said anything <laughs> right um, yeah i was like i don't know i just liked him he looked cool he seemed cool i watched the documentary of his oh upbringing. he's a freak I mean, he's like, yeah, you know, see, even non-athletes or non-sports people can appreciate. It's just like he transcends the sports, like the Williams sisters in tennis. I couldn't yes. care less about tennis, but yeah. I got mad respect for them or, yeah. you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. But then the weird thing about him also is like you're a, a freak of like you're so. I mean that much, in the best possible way. No, yeah. Like, yeah. No, a freak like of uh, physical capability, mental yeah. acuity and like uh, the whole package. He's like except the shit he says sometimes makes me furious. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Here's, what I, here's why I think he does it. I think that he, that he really doesn't want to be seen as a dumb jock. So like he, he feels inclined, like people don't remember this, but remember when he came out in the news and said that somebody spray painted the N word on his, on his front gate and they had it all on tape. Where's the tape, LeBron? Never released it. So, like, th that's when it started with him. And I was like, I'm like, come on, dog. You're like the probably the richest black man on earth. Um, even at that time, I think he was on he's on a huge contract with second round in Cleveland, I think, or second round, I think. And like, um, I was like, either it never happened, which I'm less inclined to believe, or it did happen, and it was an inconvenient type of person that did it. Uh, you know, and he was just like, then he started getting into the social justice stuff. Like, bro, just stay in your lane. Your, your, your shoes are made by Muslim slaves in China. Like, just stay in your lane. Like, I understand you want to be smart, but like either get in educated or, or just chill. I, I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a unwaveringly shut up and dribble guy, but I'm pretty damn close. Like I don't watch basketball to hear your political opinions. I just don't. Oh my God. When they started putting those <clears throat> BLM signs all over. I stopped everything. watching that I whole know. season. I tuned out. I was like, that's it. They had it on the fuck freaking uh, <laughs> on the, the court. Courts. Yeah. And then like every freaking Jersey and they had the weird, like BLM and then their name was on the bottom. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, yeah, I get what it. Do you mean? Yeah, you guys are the richest people on the planet. Like, I I'm out. You're, and then, you like, make millions to bounce yeah. a ball. <laughs> yeah, like, tell me again how you're a slave. You know, like, I don't, yeah, I just don't. Um, and uh, it's like, 
people and so it opens you up to be like well, well you don't you don't like black people no 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 i i love all people equally or i hate them equally i don't watch basketball for political commentary and when you're putting it literally on the court you know how it's like if you watch football anytime anybody has to mention the washington football team oh, it's yeah. like i cringe it's like oh my god just calling the redskins like okay now they're called the commanders Sorry, they're always going to be the Redskins to me. And like, it's it's like, do we have to? Do we ha- like? Do we really have to? It's a a freaking sports game where people are just trying to chill. And like, what basketball, what football found out was they got pummeled. That first Monday night game where like it was like the Chiefs against titans maybe and they were all like on the middle of the field holding it was like a cringe they got booed by the fans in the stadium because it's like no Mm-mm. you have six uh, six days and 21 hours to do all the activism you want when you're on the field i want to see you play the game i don't care about your politics sorry not sorry and that would be the same way if like aaron Rodgers was out there talking about it because he's him and I agree on, on, on poke mandates. If he was out on the field kneeling against poke mandates, I would say that's just as cringe and it would be just as uh, bad. And so their ratings took a huge hit and uh, they stopped it. Remember that they, they, suddenly they never showed anyone kneeling anymore. Suddenly they didn't even air the national anthem anymore. Why? Because people don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get enough politics. For, you go to sports to get away from that. I mean, for the most There's part, literally all the politics anyone could ever want. Like, so much. You know, like if I put it's like you hear these like meathead athletes that are like talk trying to talk like that's why it killed ESPN. Yes, I used to love first take, watched it every single day. And then it was like, oh, they got Max Kellerman in there who's like a far lefty and after Skip Bayless left. And it was just like Jesus Christ, every episode you got to talk about social justice issues like i watch sports to watch sports i could literally turn on anything else and watch news or uh you know uh identity politics or whatever that was like the last i don't watch espn anymore and they're and by the way their ratings are tanking and they're having round after round of layoffs and people are going to fox sports because fox sports doesn't do that i watch undisputed which skip and shannon and they don't talk about that stuff they do occasionally when it's like relevant, but mm-hmm. they're not like shoehorning it into everything. And it's like, I, I don't know how much more clear I can be that I don't. And and sure, maybe some people want that. Maybe some people think that politics and sports are like peanut butter and chocolate and they go together, but not for me. No. And it's, yeah, like the injecting into every single thing, some kind of injustice of race or sexuality or uh, I, I know I saw these tweets about the uh, Russian Ukraine situation and they were and then they were like just so you know there's only you know only 35% of the Ukrainians are, are vaccinated or something and it's just like, <laughs> why do, why do, why are you pointing that out did you see that clown pelosi they they had an american flag today and then they had it like cut in half and stitched oh, no. out with the ukrainian flag i'm like like i'm not a flag guy but i never served but I have a lot of friends that do, do, and so I know the do's and don'ts of the American flag. Like, I have a flagpole at my house, and like more than one of my friends, like who are are uh, who have served, are like, 
better ha- you better make sure that it's the right size American flag, and you better not put the you know if you do a blue lives we'll drive by stuff and they'll see like a blue lives matter flag that's just as big as a top. So like I get it and I respect it and like I know that you shouldn't be stitching two different flags together so you can virtue signal the American yeah. flag can stand alone and you can hold the Ukrainian flag too like. It's just, and this is what our politicians are doing today. Mm, yeah, virtue signaling. Like, it's like, do something. Quit like posturing and showing these symbols. Like, what are you doing? Like I was saying before we got on here, we're, I mean, we fostered hundreds of dogs, you know, and I mean, say what you will about what you think, how that helps the world or whatever, but we're saving hey, lives. We all do our part. Yeah. And it's, it's in a matter of like doing something. We're looking at fostering children and we donate to the homeless and like, what are you doing? Not what can you, what kind of flag can you sew together and, and get credit? Like you should not get credit for these statements and without action, I think. Yeah. Well, it's just the modern day equivalent of like changing your profile picture to a black square for oh BLM or now sorry, we didn't do the Ukrainian that. flags. Yeah. Well, I did do the, we did do the Ukrainian flag, but I'm sorry, but like yeah. it was, um, yeah, the, I, I'm just, I don't want to, we did it because we chose to, I guess. And then like, nobody, it wasn't like everyone's doing it. You have to do this. If you don't yeah. do this, you're going to, we're going to come after you type shit. Well, that's how the BLM one was. Yeah. But it's like, it always cracks me up when like, um, like famously every year, uh, Ubisoft, a video game, huge video game company for uh, Pride Month, right? It, they change their logo to rainbow and then mm-hmm. they do it in Europe and then they do it in Australia. But guess where they don't do it? Ubisoft, no. like uh, Egypt and Ubisoft. Oh, right? right. So it's like, there's always the meme of like, do you really care? Do you really care? That's because funny. why don't you, te- why didn't you go to a country where they still throw gays off the roof and tell them that you support the LGBTQ community? If you care, you would do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I try to tell people like, bro, these companies don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about International Women's Month or Black History Month. It's all Hallmark holidays for them to sell you crap. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. Oh, my favorite company. Uh, you know they they put a rainbow flag in their Twitter icon. I better buy stuff from them. Like, okay, well, did they do it in countries where it's where it actually means something? Where they're like being pro LGBTQ community in 2022 in the West is not a bold stance. Not at all. It's it's actually the corporate standard. Yeah. Okay, so like. You want you want to go you you want to like stand out. You go out in Pride Month and you go anti LGBT. Like that's taking a stand. Well, but, like I mean, Dave know. Smith talks about like it's it's of course it's easy to be pro anti slavery now. It was it, right. it was a risk to be anti slavery in the 1800s or 1900s. Now it's like what do you what risk are you taking? Well, that's yeah. the same thing with these like coming out videos too, where people are like, "Oh, it's so stunning and brave." I'm like, "Bro, it's 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares." And when Ellen came out, she actually took a little bit of a risk, and she was a Hollywood actress. That was 30 years ago. Yeah. And by the way, it didn't hurt her career in the slightest. Exactly. But like, yeah, these these, it's like, I I'm not against people supporting whatever community they want. I'm just pro pointing out that they actually don't care because they won't risk any money to, to do it. Yeah. The, I mean, like Chase and uh, like these huge corporations. Disney, how about Disney uh, telling me they care about black people during Black History Month and then putting uh, the mask 
uh, Black Panther's mask on him in in movie fo- uh, movie posters in China because China has a huge racism problem. Right. Like, do you care? Then why did you cover up Chadwick Boseman's face on the on the movie posters in China? Wow. Like, it's so obvious to like, and that's not. The, Remember the Star Trek poster thing or Star Wars? In Star Wars, um, the one with uh, oh um, yeah, Finn, the one with mm-hmm. they literally made him tiny and put him on the back of the poster in China because why? Quite frankly, Chinese people don't like black people in in China. Okay, it's not. I'm not saying all Chinese people, but I'm saying it's a known thing there that it's like they have a huge racism problem. But China, but Disney doesn't give a crap because they still release their movies there. Like if you cared, then you'd put Chadwick Boseman mask off on the poster or i know this is crazy tell them to f off and not give them black panther and not release that movie there like these people don't care yeah i mean it's about the bottom line and they're catering to these it's weird though that they're it seems like they're catering catering to maybe we're the minority you like i mean i mean it's like the way we think about like just truth and reality and like, or you guys are just full of shit and you're put, you're saying this, but you really don't care. I don't know. It's just complicated because I care, but I'm not, I don't want to put it out there. Like I just for points, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's just like all these people with Ukraine and I'm like, I'm not calling out your brand specifically, but like electronic arts, a brand with real money, like billions, right? We're talking like, and what do they do? They remove the Russian team from FIFA soccer. Bro, you guys could have taken $100 million and sent it to Poland who had to take in 75,000 uh, Ukrainian refugees. And you could have made a difference. Yes. What you do, you removed Russian Federation teams from soccer video game. Like that kind of stuff. Like you have real money and real, you could make a real difference but you don't really want to. You just want to do the least minimum thing so you can get tweets and retweets. It's, um, this is, it is interesting that the Russian Ukrainian thing, what is your, like, there's so much misinformation, you know, or we don't it's even so know. It's so difficult to know what's yeah. even happening. Uh, you know, I, I stand by my statement that I don't think Putin is really going hard. I just don't think he is mm-hmm. because one of two things is true. Either the Russian military is so dilapidated and we've been lied to so long that they're literally, I mean, do you see these pictures of these tanks rolling in there? They're like a hundred years old. Yeah. And they're breaking down and running out. Like, what is he sending in there? Like, I thought I was supposed to be afraid of this guy. Where are all his fighter jets? Like, why isn't he just um, uh, like smart bombing all yes. these targets? What is this? We're sending like, and the troops that I'm seeing are like in their fifties. Oh, like, wow. who, who are they sending in there? And the and the um, the 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 uh, tanks and the like all their uh, convoys look old and dilapidated. Like either they have no military, which I, I don't know. That means I've been lied to my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe they have nukes, but like mm-hmm. their ground military, I don't know. Or he doesn't really want to invade them, and he's just like sending the scrubs. And like, because shouldn't he have just been able to flatten it by now? Like just send in, you know, 10,000 tanks and just roll right up to the Capitol. What is what's taking so long? I don't, I don't understand. I have, this is a Brendan Schwab skeptical hippo eyes. When I'm looking at this whole scenario, it seems to me like it's another distraction to avoid 
auditing the Federal Reserve or just looking mm -hmm. at our uh, the, the the overlords who are doing whatever they're doing. Um, I feel like they're just this is an experiment, and they're seeing what we're willing to take. I'm sure you've heard, you know stuff like that with when it comes to covid like how far can we take this before they you know revolt like uh like canada that was right. awesome i loved what canada did in maybe a little late but not as late as us when i was when when our trucker thing kind of happened i was like eh, it's kind of winding down at this point yeah our trucker thing was pathetic here in the yeah you know like it was like well plus they weren't we didn't have a federal mandate yeah Yes, yeah, so I so didn't understand like, the protest. You, yeah, I didn't understand that either. It was like, if you have a problem with a company that's imposing a mask mandate, um, then that's with your company. There's and except for federal employees. So, like, if the if the if every mailman took their car and drove it to the Capitol or something, you know, something like that. But yeah, I didn't understand the trucker convoy in the United States at all. Yeah, it was like they were trying to piggyback on the on the Canadian ones, which I thought was awesome. I and you know, like everything everyone ever feared Trump was going to be, I feel like Trudeau, it like embodied and like acted out, and it was so disgusting. It made me I like I don't hate people, and I don't know that I hate him. I don't know if that's but I do not like that dude. He's too handsome and I don't like his politics. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. It was uh, when you see not just um, not just uh, Canada, but like Australia and New Zealand are a thousand times worse. Yes. They're like locking down cities uh. for one or two positive people. Like it was nuts. And like they have like their their camps where they have like they had camps yeah where they send people and like and, and and like people were afraid and then you know oh look at that by the way look today nfl uh dropped all their their covid protocols today what a coincidence oh all the it's like how can you see all these democratic strongholds in the united states suddenly drop all of their their covid mandates uh couldn't possibly be the upcoming midterm elections and tanking polls. I'm sure the science just changed. Like, how can you see that, right? And then say, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's obvious. The science has just changed. It's definitely sense. not. It's definitely not the fact that they're absolutely getting destroyed in the polls. And that the fucking the virus isn't what they said it was going to be. People aren't dying in the streets. It's like, I, I remember, hate... I, yeah, I always said that too, like in the beginning where I was like a little more open about covering it. It was like, if you turn on the news, you thought they'd be stacking bodies like cordwood in the streets. That's mm -hmm. how panicked it was. And like, I don't know. I know that there were some areas where it was bad, but like, pfft, I mean, you go outside, I would drive past my hospital and be empty. Yep. Empty. Like yeah. one, two cars in the parking lot. Drive by another hospital. Empty. Drive by the clinic. Empty. Like, what do you mean? Like the hospitals are overrun and you can't handle this and all this. Now I know it did happen in New York and I'm not denying that. Like, right. I had my, my family went there and made a ton of money working in the COVID wards. Cause they got like, um, I mean, it was like triple pay to oh, go nice. there and then they would as work nurses there. or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, people were dying, but it you was, got it. You got, yeah, COVID. I got it. Yeah. So, and, and I remember you were feeling a little like under the weather, but it wasn't like you were still doing this, your show. I still Tell do my more. show every day, but, uh, I would, I would say that like, I was actually quite sick. Okay. Um, 
you know, I was sleeping like 20 hours a day. Whoa. Like it was, I was very sick. Okay. Now, all of my friends who got it were sick for like two days and they were fine. Now I'm overweight. Um, you know, I have, I, I, I'm not in good shape. I have did bad you not do, habits. did you do the, 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 the Rogan protocol or anything? No, I just ate it. I just ate you it. Just, I, no yeah. monoclonal antibodies. No, 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 well, the problem was I would have, but here's what they made it. It was right where it like started getting popular monoclonals. My nurse, nurses in my family told me, go get monoclonal antibodies. So mm -hmm. I knew something was up. I was like, oh, I should probably do that. Like, um, because I, I have a lot of nurses. My sister's a nurse. Two of my cousins are nurses. My aunts are nurses. So, like, every one of them said, go get monoclonals, which I thought, hmm, I wonder why they're making this so difficult to get. Because suddenly I had to go. So once I tested positive on a home test, I ha would have had to leave my house, go get a PCR test, then wait 24 hours, then go to, then the COVID crew, COVID team at my clinic would have either approved or not approved me to get monoclonals. Then I had to drive from my house to downtown Milwaukee, which is like 45 minutes, which was the only place giving them the, I, the concept of having to do all of this while feeling like absolute garbage. I was like, there's no way, wow. like, there's no way I'm going to be able to drive down to Milwaukee and like wait, wait in line at some, like I could barely walk. And like, the, the idea was like they made it so difficult to get that like I was like, I wonder why that is, you know, are they trying to hold on to reserves or something like that? Because everyone I talked to that took them had very positive things to say. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I, you know, I don't know, but I heard good things. In fact, and I live in a like the heavy I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but it, we have like the highest concentration of weapons in a, per capita in my city in the whole United States. It's what uh, Woodland Park. Oh, you live in Detroit? No, <laughs> uh, per capita because there's only seven thousand people, but like everyone oh, yeah. here is armed, and so and it's so it's a high, probably like a it's older population, more conservative, probably Republican, and what we came up with here we what it was a, a home covid response unit where they come to you they fucking come to you they bring you the shit yeah and wouldn't that have why, been nice why, why are we going why are we all going to this center where everybody can like mix and mingle their that just makes more sense right yeah the um like put it i'll put it this way and i think you'll get what i'm saying i could have had that mm -hmm. yeah, yeah like i have enough i make enough money i could have had that there were people that were saying, bro, like, you know, yeah, I got you. But like, it was, uh, it's, yeah, it was weird. It was weird that they were like, don't, you know, don't take this thing. And then I had nurses in my family saying, go take this thing. Now, none of them said, go get the horse paste, but they did say, get monoclonals. I immediately, like at the very beginning, I got the horse paste from Europe and I yeah. still have some and I've been, t I took it once a week. I still take it once a week, just in case um, it, we went off of this protocol from uh, one of the Weinstein brothers or whatever, Brett oh, or Brett. Or, probably, yeah. And, you know, we were just pre pre preventative. That was our sort of, measures my wife and i and we never got it I'm, but we also live in the mountains where this population is seven thousand. although our mayor did die from covid <laughs> <laughs> well i mean people people die from the flu yes you know, I, i'm not saying they're the same 
COVID, you know, the COVID was definitely I'm saying that it's more same. deadly. Well, oh really? I don't know. It was okay, but but I mean, like very close. I'll tell you what, and I, I know that I'm saying like, uh, like I'm not, I'm a, I'm, I might be an outlier, but I was bad, and okay. my wife, who's extremely fit, was bad for oh, like wow. she was bad for like seven days. I was bad for almost two weeks. Oh yikes! Um. Now my blood oxygen levels were always fine. Okay, good. Uh, if I was monitoring all that stuff, but like I've never been sick like that before in my life. Wow. Like, like shitting and puking at the same time. I never vomit. Like even if I drank like a you know a one seven five of vodka on some sort of bender, I don't puke. I was gonna I'm say there. I'm not. Take... Some people puke. Some people don't. I don't puke. But I yeah. was puking like crazy. Um, but like. The overwhelming majority, like the rest, I got my whole dart team sick. I got you know, like all these people around me sick. I'm sure of it because they all had it like a few days later and they were over it in like a day or two. Uh, so like, I don't know. Um, you know, I think it affects, I'm sure there are people that get that sick from the flu too, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it didn't kill me and um, I never got hospitalized fortunately, but you know, it was like, it was funny how the flu disappeared. Like that kills a lot of people. Like if you go back and look at like I don't know pre like 2018. I look at 2018 according to the CDC. Um, 28,000 people died, 380,000 hospitalization. Wow. So I nothing. mean, it's not nothing. Yeah. So I mean, like now the coof was in the hundreds of thousands, but we also saw that people die of anything, anything. And they were getting counted. Like I bet you, Bob Saget got counted as a COVID death because Let's, he had it when he passed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you know they, they're and we're getting we're on the we're on it, but we're on the fringe they, here. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, but you know there was all these uh, supposed like soccer players, athletes falling over and dying. I don't know what's um, going on with that. But then it made me think that that's what happened to Bob Saget. He oh okay fell because yeah. then I heard he hit his head. I heard he had like a, a he a, like. He hit his head allegedly on the marble floor in the bathroom is what they're saying now. He clearly passed out. Yeah, is what happened. Exactly. He clearly passed out. Sorry, I had to uh, ask Maggie to go get some towels out because my uh, wife's on the way home with the dogs and they're full of mud. Okay. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to so ask okay. if, if Maggie was was the wife or not. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that we always, can move. that's always good having a, a, a female assistant when you're married. It's great. Definitely no, that doesn't create any weird stress at all in the marriage. No, I'm sure. (laughs) I I wouldn't even think about doing that just because, (laughs) I mean, because of, well, in like the Me Too movement these days, a powerful man like ourselves, you know, you never know when people are going to do something like just make a claim or something. And I would rather just keep out, um, keep that risk at bay. Yeah, um, well, I've we, known her for 20 years, so it's it's fine. But like, you, I, I would have if it wasn't her, I w- it would have been I would have hired a man for sure, for I, sure, for sure. Now, yeah, you know, just it's weird. It's like remember when everyone shit all over Mike Pence? And I was like, dude, he's that. doing the right thing. Where he's like, I don't go to dinner alone with women that aren't my wife, and people are like, well, you don't like women? I'm like, are you crazy? That's a great policy. First of all, as a man, that's probably a good policy. 
Like, the opposite, you don't want your wife going to dinner with some. Dude I wouldn't or want that either. Yeah, uh-uh. right. Like as any married person, unless uh-huh. it's like a family member. Like right. I'm not saying it should always be avoided, but like as a general. And then like, if you're the freaking vice president, like that's a totally fine policy to have. I would. Mm-hmm. I, it's my policy. Like I'm not going out on dates. Essentially. You know, vid- right. optically, Dinner, like, drinking. yeah, and then have somebody yeah. take a picture of it and be like, oh, look at this. You know, like, it's just, I, I don't, I didn't understand. That was the weirdest thing. Like, I didn't love Pence, but like, you know, like, I did like his take on that. I never understood what, they were just so desperate. They're like, oh, yeah. my God, here's something we can, you know, it didn't make any sense. Well, they're, they they criticized Trump for having extramarital affairs, but then they're going to criticize him. No, I know, anyway, but it's it, yeah. Well, but it's like, you. What do you want? You want this? You want that? What do you want? You you're gonna complain about anything, apparently. No well, yeah, and like, I guess like, um, you know, here's the uh, here's how I look at it. Every president has probably been a piece of garbage. I think you have to be legitimately insane to like a megalomaniac to run for president anyway. That's and crazy. So, so like. I mean, it's like this whole like um, garage door. There's this whole um, like uh, 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 sorry, um, like pearl clutching. Like, oh. what, what can you imagine? What modern day society would be thought about JFK? The left yeah. would be literally creating dildos that look like him, and then the right would be losing their mind because he's a womanizer. You know what I mean? Like. Except yeah, now like it would probably be different. Like right. yeah, it's just like dude, all these presidents. Do you think Bill Clinton didn't have hook up with dozens of women? Of course he did. Right. I don't care. It's yeah. like um, I remember when it's they were the like, li- oh, "Well, I was gonna say it's the lion, but it's okay." Oh. Of course, you're gonna lie about it. <laughs> well, yeah, cheating, I didn't like lie. I didn't like the Arthur not like yeah, no, bro, you were caught red-handed. Like everybody knows, like I just you know it was like even they were like oh Trump's on Adderall so so is seventy percent of kids under fifteen I don't care does it all make, the journalists it, all, all the of journalists. them are. yeah yeah and yeah. it's like I don't care so he's alert more during the day he wants to shorten his lifespan but be more alert and on the ball and work more hours oh no that sounds yeah. awful to me like. You think these guys weren't doing blow back in the day and doing all sorts of stuff at, at, while they were president, For bringing energy, in people yeah. through the tunnels, meeting up with people? Of course. So, like, I don't care. Just run my country good, protect my country, and stay out of my business. That was what. I, that's what. I, that was my appeal initially for Trump. And I had this. I had like one of the first Trump shirts where it was like America or you're or Washington, you're fired. And oh, nice. and I remember walking. Classic, yeah. Yeah, I remember walking and I was with my grandma getting breakfast at Luby's in San Antonio. And I, and this dude, he noticed it, this old man and his wife, and they they were pointing and they were like, yeah. yeah so yeah. that was like the beginning. That was like 2015. And um, ultimately, I'm a libertarian and I've just been, you know, so I, I kind of, none of the people I voted for have won in the past i don't think ever but i know it's uh, such a weird position to be plus the libertarians don't run great candidates right. um and Gary like, johnson was that year i think yeah I for him. last year we had um uh, joe 
Joe, and oh, that was terrible. And yeah. um, it, it's like the closest. What it was? What did Ralph Nader run as? Green, Green, Green party. party. Yeah, yeah. Nader was the only third party that ever got close, right? I think he got Perot. like Perot was Perot was too, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Perot was. Yeah, he got more. He got more. He got like uh, he lost obviously, but like he um. Well, they had pulled it. Like, he pulled out, and then he get back in, and it was this yeah. whole thing, and, and he lost his momentum. But they um, had, yeah, you need like eight percent or something. Like, or, um, I forget the number, whatever it is. But anyway, it's a tough spot to be in as somebody who doesn't want to vote establishment because you just know yeah. you're taking the L. But if people, if we don't stop taking, if we stop, then we'll never win. Like right. it's like, you know, it, it's like I think if Bernie had any kind of backbone, if he actually wanted to be president. He probably would have had, he wouldn't have won, but like he would have had a lot of votes. Yeah. Like he, he I was wasn't, pro, I was pro Bernie and then I was pro Trump and then I didn't vote for either one of them. It's funny how many people did, did go between the two extremes like that. Yeah. It's because neither one was like an establishment guy. So exactly. it was like, all right, fine. Like for me, all these people talking about taxes, I'm like, bro, I already pay enormous taxes. Maximum. So whatever. And then like, um, you know, Trump had the, my my thing with Trump was simply the um, no more wars, no more world police. And then he blew he he fired a bunch of missiles into Syria like in the first week. And I was like, you uh, son of a bitch. And then like he got roasted for that. And I think that he was like, OK, like, that's it. Um, yeah. You know, like, I don't want any more of our young men and women to die for oil or for, for like poppy fields or whatever they want to tell us it really is, you know, and like. That's what I liked about him. And he basically followed through on that. Yeah. Um, I like the business aspect. You know, it's like we're running a business that's got that's fucking a trillion, 30 trillion dollars in debt. Can we get somebody who knows what they're doing with a business mind to? Like, yeah, I did like that, too. And he was like actually negotiating good trade deals. And like, yeah. if he would have got if he would have got four more years, like we would be way better off than we are financially. I think we're on a bubble right now. And I think that. There's there's like some real problems coming down the the pipeline that like better global economy deals would have uh, helped significantly with instead of worrying about, you know, like how long now do you think like Joe Biden's out here saying, oh, we have to reduce our reliance on uh, on foreign oil. Gee, I wonder if there was like this pipeline. I wonder if I could think of, oh, I can't think of what it was called. Like, dude, like. He shut we it down were, immediately. Immediately. He, that was yeah. a big dick move when he got in office. He's like, yeah. I'm going to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. <laughs> like, all I want to do, I, I think I posted this on like my personal page. I was like, if you think this country cares about being energy independent, ask yourself why we can only buy oil from communists and terrorists. Like, there's a reason we're choosing to buy oil from these people. We could, we could drill all the oil we need in this country. We could incentivize I'm fine for, I'm totally for incentivizing green energy. I'm totally for incentivizing people to get Teslas. And yes, I know the argument. Oh, it takes too much oil to make one. Fine. But guess what? I don't have to fill up my truck or the Tesla every week. So I have a Tesla. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, I do too. Well, yeah, we do too. I have a gas guzzler too, but I have that too. And it's Good like, both. yeah, yeah. It's like you get in the hardcore, like Tesla short people that are like, well, actually it's not that much better for the environment. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You know how many times I've gone to the gas station in the last four years? Zero. That's you know so what I mean? Nice. Like, so yeah. like, so what do you mean? You can't tell me that that wouldn't disrupt the oil market. 
if if a hundred million people stop going to the gas pump. I just there's no way uh-huh. that you can't. So like I'm fine. Incentivize that. And by the way, not just Tesla. Uh, you know all the major and like all the major domestic car makers have decent electric uh, electric options now. And in five years, they'll be almost as good. Like the Ford Lightning is a nice little pickup truck that's electric. And and the thing that the domestic makers have over Tesla is that they already have the infrastructure for service. Like yeah, they have yes. all these service centers, which boomers, that's their biggest concern. Well, why don't I take it when I need service? Well, it's a Tesla, you're never gonna need it. But like, you know, I've had service on my Tesla twice. One was for a cracked windshield, which is not their fault. And the other was like uh, some little piece broke off or whatever, but like they came right to the house and fixed it both yep. times. It was not a big deal. But like mm-hmm. once they have that and the like the 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 holdouts, like I try to tell my dad, I'm like, Dad, what's it like freezing your dick off in 40 below zero putting gas in your car? Wouldn't you like to just plug it in in your garage at home and like the litter? Because he's he drives 40 miles a month. He doesn't, you know oh, what wow. I mean? Like he doesn't. I was like, he, you do, he's bah, electric stuff. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. Well, it, it it disperses the energy consumption from simply oil, even the and so like oil's bad. Lithium ion batteries are bad. It's also and mined like, and it's also yeah, yeah, it's also bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. So but it's not all one thing and it kind of just like there's it's not competition, but it's something like that. It, well, it's, yeah, it's it is competition. It is because yeah. you if innovation. You reduce, yeah. yeah, if you reduce the demand for actual gasoline, it will the price will lower. Now, yep. yeah, so look if you look into where the lithium mines are. They're of course not in great parts of the world, and like, there's that. But like, I'm not buying lithium from Vladimir Putin, at least. And you know, there's just there's no clear answer to it. But like, um, anyway, the the I, I think that he Trump would have done some good things. I hope he doesn't run again. But like, because if he does, then I'll have to vote for him. And I'm like, I don't really want to. Like, I don't. I don't really want to vote for a guy who's overweight and is going to be 80. Like when Biden ran, everybody who voted for that dude had to have known that he's not running two terms. They had to know. Right. There's no way he's going to be 82 when he reruns or something like that. And he look, he's his mental. He could barely talk. Yeah. So like, what are you I'm amazed do? every time he gets a sentence out. I'm like, whoa, okay, he did that was good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, I mean, he actually did pretty good at the slur of the union. Like he did pretty good considering. But it yeah. was like uh, the, the he and like I, how about like a president that's in their fifties, please? Mm-hmm. Like, can we get one that like uh, can can like look what it did to Obama? Okay, look what it did to that man in eight years. Yeah. He aged like thirty years in office. Like, I don't want somebody who's a you know eighty years old doing that. Like, it's mm-hmm. just I need new blood. New ideas. Who like DeSantis or I, don't I mean, know if I like him. He's just Trump. Yeah, you well, know, I don't like, know. Yeah, no, I'm just throwing. I mean, Cruz obviously. Cruz irritated me so much I don't, at first. He's, he's but I'm I ended up. Him. Well, I'm. I don't know that I'm in on him, but I, I. He irritated me, and then I was like, well, he kind of makes a little bit of sense. And he has the right you know, policy ideas, but he's yeah. also a lot of. He, you know, like he, my issue with him is that he. He refuses to like. He says all the right things, but he does. He's got nothing done. He's literally like the rights AOC. Like mm. she's really popular and says all the right things and has Twitter owns and this and that. 
And then, like, what has he done? He hasn't helped. He hasn't done anything for uh, Section 230 reform. That hasn't happened. That was my biggest that? annoyance. That's the that's like the the Section 230 is the thing that protects all the uh, like Facebook and Twitter from being sued. Oh, not, the, oh the platform okay. versus uh versus a, a publisher thing. Mm-hmm. It's the like single phone lines or whatever. Uh, yes, I mean, right. It was a public exactly. utility. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So like, the thing is, Trump promised that he would take on big tech in office, and he didn't do a damn thing until Twitter banned him. And then, like, when he was limp and powerless in the last week of his office, suddenly he's like, oh, big tech's a problem. Like, you mother, you, you, you knew day one in office and you said that you were going to do something about it and you did nothing. So, like, I I mean, big tech. He was was getting hit on all sides. Like, there was, it was, he couldn't get anything done. Yeah, Yeah. there was nothing he could have done. Like, there were, there was a wall of, a wall. Well, he had like McCain, who was a never Trump or Republican. He had a lot of Republicans that, that were like that one um, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, what a yeah. loser he is too. Oh, the biggest <laughs> problem about the Ukraine Russia war is people are going to forget about global warming. Like he literally said that. I'm like this what? dude, but Silver Spoon Romney too. Like, Disconnected, yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, I would probably vote for DeSantis. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't see. We'll have to see. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know who they're going to run. I, it's probably going to be DeSantis or it'll probably be... It'll probably be Trump. If I had to bet money right now, it'll be Trump. Trump Jr., Ivanka. Eric would not win. But Eric would not Ron, win. Trump Jr. could run. Yeah. He's good at the, He's good on the mic. You know, he... he he's he good. Was, he's young. He's articulate. Yeah. yeah. I just hate the voting everybody's family in, though. We did that with yeah. the Bushes. Like... Mm-hmm. I know the He's dynasty. He's got no political experience either. Although neither did Trump, and it really wasn't that big of a deal. No, I almost want. I almost prefer that. Honestly, just pick some random fucking dude off the street. Is I know well, someone with no. Now. Yeah, like somebody with literally no ties to anything. Wouldn't that be nice? Instead of mm-hmm. having like, oh, well, his kids got this energy deal in Ukraine. What's up with that? Or like, it's like, how I am can't. I not supposed to think that? Like China or Ukraine's got something on Joe Biden. They got exactly. something on him through their crack, people, crackhead kid. Yeah, how do they not like they being the other side not like look at that as a red flag or whatever? Right, I'd red be like, flag. bro, don't wait. This guy, there's something on him. Like something there's something fishy. on him. But yeah, the it's uh it's wild. I hope that I ultimately I would love a, a good libertarian candidate or Dave a Smith, Republican maybe. that is close to it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, uh, and I, I know we're gonna run up, we're running up on time yeah. here. I had one more question that isn't oh, go ahead. that yeah. relevant, and it had just like, how did you become this mega YouTube star? Like, but because you and and I'm, uh, you're basically doing the news. Are you? Did you go to journalism school or anything? No, I mean, I started out um, doing how-to videos on fixing computers. Okay. And then I made videos on um, hobby grade remote control cars and then claw machines. And wow. I just kind of enjoyed making YouTube videos. Um, and then I got into doing Magic the Gathering uh, videos because I had played that since I was a little kid. And then I kind of got introduced into the culture war there, maybe 2017, 2018. Um, 
where like suddenly I was like, why are people saying men are bad? And why are why are white men so evil? And right. I keep seeing this thing I love, Magic the Gathering, writing articles or tweets saying that like men are unwelcoming and all this stuff. So I started pushing back against that. And then like it just kind of, you know, became more important to me than the the, the cards did. And uh, I kind of gradually moved into you know, just covering news and things that I found that I find interesting. And um, so that's where we are now. I, you know, I got lucky. There's I wrote a couple of big waves, you know, a couple of, you know, big controversies. I was fortunate enough to be covering aggressively and I grew in big spikes a couple of times. And now basically my channel's mature and like I, I basically just tread water now. But um, I try to work hard to understand what my viewers are interested in and give them that. And I think. Uh, as long as I keep doing that, they'll keep coming back, or at least I hope so. I hope so as well. You get you do great content. The quartering, it's a cool name. It reminds me of like a, you know horses pulling a body. That's apart. what it's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> or dissecting information. You know, you can look at it in a couple. Works of like ways. that too. Yeah, it actually is from uh, like enjoying a hobby and then having being pulled apart by like politics and like you know different things that, that are not the actual core hobby it's something you love being pulled apart by yeah. outside factors that's where the channel name came from it's a very cool name a very cool channel very cool guy jeremy hambly check him out quartering and you have another channel uh midwestly yeah that's midwestly. where like hard politics are yeah yeah and i i, I want to check that out i haven't i just i just heard you mentioning it Thank you so much for coming on. You're very busy. You're moving. It's a pleasure, an honor, and a joy. Yeah, appreciate pleasure it. and joy are the same thing. But uh, thank you, everyone, for joining as well. I hope you got something out of it. We'll see you next time. Doing the hand movement like Russell Brand. Yeah, get some more followers. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'll be in touch with you soon. Thank you, and I hope you have a, a great rest of the a, a great March. Yeah, you too, bud. All right, bye, everyone. Bye.